Hello and welcome to A History of the United States. Episode 96, The Stately Quadrille. This is it. This is the big moment. To a large extent, this episode is where the podcast truly begins. The other 95 were a lengthy introduction to get us here. The Stately Quadrille. This is our first episode on the Seven Years' War. The United States was born out of the American Revolution, and the American Revolution was born from the Seven Years' War. This is where it all starts. The huge narrative that is going to take us up to some unspecified point near the present begins with this episode. It all starts here. It all starts with the dance. The quadrille. The quadrille is a dance that was born in France in the mid-18th century and is related to square dancing. Four to six dancers take part and continually swap partners. It was very fashionable in the late 18th and early 19th century, and so the term was used to refer to a peculiar bit of statecraft from the early to mid-18th century. The great powers of Europe continually formed alliance blocks for the war, then when the war closed, they changed allies, or if you prefer, they changed partners. The grand finale of this was the Seven Years' War. Understanding the diplomatic dancing of the early 18th century is where we start today. In many respects, the 18th century was a bit strange for Europe. For centuries, the dominant power on the continent, and indeed the world, had been Spain. Spain had been the first power to truly take advantage of the New World. It built an empire that spanned the globe. Riches poured into the Iberian Peninsula. This was combined with the slow rise to dominance of the Habsburg family. The Habsburg family had arisen during the Middle Ages, securing for themselves the Duchy of Austria. From there they took control of the Holy Roman Empire, Austria and Croatia were attached, and a series of marriages brought in the Low Countries, Spain and much of Southern Italy, all united under the rule of Emperor Karl V. Karl broke the empire into two large chunks, the Spanish section, which took the Low Countries and Southern Italy, and Austria, which took the Holy Roman Empire, Croatia and Hungary. Spain soon added Portugal to its ranks. The power of Spain and the Habsburgs seemed unstoppable. Then the Thirty Years' War happened. If you want an in-depth look at the Thirty Years' War, Zach Twamley has an excellent series of episodes covering it on When Diplomacy Fails, but here's the short version. A religious issue within the Holy Roman Empire soon exploded and brought in all the major powers in Europe, together into a grand conflict, with the exception of Britain, engaged as it was with its civil war. In the East, the major power dynamic shifted, reflecting the declining influence of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth and Denmark, and the rise of Sweden, while the sleeping giant of Russia began to take its first steps on the world stage. In Central Europe, the Holy Roman Empire began to dissolve. The Emperor could no longer force his will 
upon it as he once had, and so the Habsburgs focused more intently on their Austrian domain, while the minor states, such as Brandenburg, began to take advantage of the resulting power vacuum. In the West, the decline of Spain was clear to see. It had not developed, and its administration remained outdated. It was unable to control its European possessions, as the Low Countries broke away into the independent Dutch Republic, and, within its own borders, faced two serious revolts in Portugal and Catalonia. Portugal was able to break away from Spain. Catalonia was not. Taking Spain's place as the great power of Western Europe was France, and its son king, Louis XIV. Louis XIV expanded French control in the continent and made the other powers, particularly the Dutch, oppose him. This tension broke out across Europe when the last Habsburg king of Spain, Carlos II, died without an heir. There were two claimants to the throne. The Austrian Habsburg, Karl, a younger son of the Holy Roman Emperor, Leopold I, and the French Bourbon, Philippe of Anjou, a grandson of Louis XIV. The Spanish largely sided with the French claim, while the British, Prussians and Portuguese sided with the Austrians. The first stage of the dance began. The war waged from 1701 to 1714, by which point the Austrian Habsburg Karl had become Emperor Karl VI, and no one wanted him to become King of Spain too. It was accepted that Philippe V would remain King of Spain, but that the crowns of Bourbon France and Bourbon Spain would not be fused. There were three years of peace before war broke out again in 1717. The War of the Quadruple Alliance. The ambitious Philippe V of Spain wanted to reclaim its territory in Italy from the Austrian Habsburgs, and the other states of Europe, Britain, France and Prussia, did not want this. They all sided together and defeated Spain. And so France had been the first of the states to change sides in the stately quadrille, forming an alliance with Britain and Prussia for the 1720s. This alliance sided with Britain during the Anglo-Spanish War of 1727-1729, which took place over Spanish resentment that the British controlled Gibraltar, but nothing was to come of it. The next change in partners was to come about because of events in the East, the War of the Polish Succession. While all this had been going on in the West, the power of Russia had been growing in the East, fighting the Great Northern War with Sweden between 1700 and 1721. Russia was now the dominant power, and it wanted to keep Poland weak, as did Austria. Spain had fought the war of the Quadruple Alliance to try and weaken Austria, and it did not want to see Austria grow in power. Neither did France. Meanwhile, Britain was concerned about the power of France. Therefore, Britain and France swapped sides, and the dance continued. Austria, Russia, Prussia, and Britain fought against France and Spain, although Britain's contribution was minimal. 
a source of annoyance for the Austrians. The result of the War of the Polish Succession was that Austria and Russia got their way in the East, but Austria had to make concessions in the West. This takes us to the end of the 1730s and the War of the Austrian Succession. In 1740, Emperor Karl VI died, and there was a dispute over his successor. His chosen and legal successor was his daughter, Maria Theresa, but France and Prussia wanted to weaken Habsburg power, and so said that as she was a woman, she was unable to succeed him. This war saw Prussia change sides, leaving the alliance of Austria, Britain and Russia to fight with Spain and France. This conflict took place in the colonies, as the New England colonies fought New France in King George's War, while the southern US colonies fought Spain in the War of Jenkins' Ear. There was also conflict in India, but this is confusing enough already without getting into all of that. The war came to a close in 1748 when Maria Theresa was confirmed in her position, but Austria had to cede Silesia to Prussia. Austria was humiliated. Austria wanted revenge. A change in partners was due. A change in partners would suit everybody, in fact. What followed was a change so drastic that it is still known as the Diplomatic Revolution. One of the main factors in the various alliance systems was that Britain had a different role than the others. France, Spain, Austria, Prussia and Russia would all fight on the European continent for supremacy, but Britain didn't really have an army. Its power was the Royal Navy. It wanted to focus on its empire and commerce. A European ally was an investment. It would provide funds to a European state, and then that state would keep the peace in Europe, and occupy potential threats, meaning that Britain didn't have to focus on Europe. It was something of an insurance policy. Britain found that Austria had been a poor investment. It had supplied the funds, and Austria had failed to do much with them. It had lost Silesia to Prussia, after all. Likewise, Austria felt that Britain had been a poor ally. It had sent money, but it had done very little to actively contribute to the war effort. It wanted somebody who could take a more active role. The capture of Silesia by Prussia changed the nature of French foreign policy, which, since the Thirty Years' War, had primarily been focused on containing the Habsburgs of Austria. They were now no longer viewed as an immediate threat, and instead they began to nervously look at their ally, Prussia. Meanwhile, Prussia wanted more Austrian territory, and wanted an ally who would support this direction, something Britain would do, but that France would not. So, in one grand motion, everybody swapped. At almost the same time, Britain formed a deal with Prussia that it would not support Austria if Prussia protected Hanover from France, and Austria started pursuing France. 
France was uneasy. It didn't feel right, but the fear of facing Britain alone forced them to take up the alliance. And this is where I want to leave the episode for the moment, on the eve of war. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.